0: Hi, and welcome to Grow Yourself, Grow Your Sales podcast. I'm your host, Jill Turner. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into the strategies and techniques that empower sales professionals to achieve exceptional results, but we won't stop there. We'll also explore the importance of personal development and how it directly impacts sales success. So get ready to be inspired, challenge your limiting beliefs, and gain the knowledge and skills you need to become a sales powerhouse while nurturing your personal growth. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Grow Yourself, Grow Your Sales. I'm your host, Jill Turner, and I'm pretty excited about this week and what we're talking about. I have been doing the book Comparison-itis in the book club, and it's so good. I really did not want to do this book. One of my friends picked it out, and she is in sales it really has so many things that you can relate to, especially if you're a salesperson. I mean, I'll go into that a little bit later and tell you why I'm loving this book so much. But I wanted to first start off and let you guys know that I'm super excited. I'm going to start doing a successful women's speaker series. And I have been so blessed through my life to have so many amazing, amazing, amazing women in my life. That I've met along the way. I've been in sales a long time, but I've lived in several different places around the country, and I've met some wonderful people that are literally my dear friends. So in March, I do have Cy, the Love Coach, booked. She is a love coach, and it's super exciting. And if I would have thought about it, I would have had her come in in February on Valentine's Day, but she is booked, of course. But Cy, the Love Coach, is going to be a guest speaker. She started a whole business teaching women about love. And another one I'm going to have is my good friend, Alexi, that I've worked with for a long time. She is in medical sales also, and she's kind of moved up the rankings in her business and is doing an excellent job doing training. And she's going to give you a little information, I hope, about how to get into medical sales and how to up your game and things like that. Another one I have is a good friend of mine, Joelle, who is incredibly successful, one of my dearest friends. She actually taught me how to sell years ago and was my boss. I don't want to give my age away, but we're going to say, oh, maybe 30 years ago. But anyway, she has built a big, like an empire selling fitness equipment and has done just amazing things. I can't wait for you guys to hear from her. I've got another friend that's a photographer that has built a huge online following that is doing great things. I've got one that's a financial advisor. I also have another friend, Jen, who is just an incredible sales rep. She's been in the medical industry and pharma for many years. Every company she goes to, she's a number one rep, just to give you some ideas. But it's going to be interesting interviewing all these women and they're all in different walks of life. But what it comes back to is, you know, it doesn't matter what business you're in. Sales is the backbone or you don't have a business. I mean, you can be a coach online. You're selling yourself. If you're a realtor, you're in sales, a photographer, an esthetician, an entrepreneur. I mean, it doesn't matter what you are. Any business comes back to being a salesperson and you need to learn like The basis of the stuff. And I think that these ladies that we're going to have in this series can give anybody in any career that you're in some great information of how they did it and how they're so successful. And I'm super excited about it. Okay. With that said, let's carry on to what I want to talk about this week. Okay. This week, I want to talk about mindset. And I've said I've kind of broached the issue a few times in different podcasts, but I haven't really like dove into it. And I want to dive into it because personally, I didn't know really what it meant. I mean, I've said this almost in every episode that I've gone through a lot of changes in the last couple of years, and mindset is everything. And people say that, and it's an overused cliche. I mean, I didn't even know what it really was until I kind of got into it. I didn't have any intention of, oh, I'm going to change my mindset. I had no intention at all. I mean... I just started this book club, like I say every time, like three years ago when I was in the depths of hell, (laughs) going through a divorce, so much going on in my life, and I just wanted something to do with my spare time, something to make me feel better, something to make me feel better about myself. I was very depressed, and I just wanted to get to the other side of that feeling, and I was willing to do anything it would take, but I just didn't know I didn't know what mindset was, and so I felt like, yeah, maybe other people don't either. I wanted to break it down, but I mean, mindset, it's a very, very powerful thing. If anybody knows me personally, I've also been going through a lot since December in my personal life that I've kind of touched on in some other episodes that I really can't get into now because of the legal issues, but... I mean, if I hadn't done this work, I mean, I was telling one of my friends on the phone yesterday, if I had not done the work I've done in the last three years with this book club, not even intentionally doing the work, it was just I would listen to these podcasts and this lady was reading these books and you're like, oh, that's great. Or you would, you know, kind of incorporate some of it. But I mean, one book a month over three years, I feel like I'm a totally different person. But if I hadn't have done that with what I'm going through now in my life, There's no way I would be sitting here doing this podcast right now. I would be in bed every day, crying my eyes out, stressed out. I mean, I wouldn't be able to function daily, let alone find the good in my life, find happiness, be happy, be able to enjoy myself if I hadn't gone through these series of books and things that I've learned in the last year. So mindset is a very, very powerful tool. And I would tell anybody to kind of dive into that world or any personal development, obviously. That's what I'm doing for a living now. I would hope in the future, not now. I'm still in sales. So anyway, I actually Googled it. I was like, okay, what does it even mean? What does mindset even mean? The noun mindset was first used in the 1930s to mean habits of mind formed by previous experience. Definitions of mindset, habitual or characteristic mental attitude that determines how you will interpret and respond to situations. Now, that's the truth. It's the way a person thinks and their opinions. You know, obviously, when it comes to mindset, you can have a good mindset, you can have a bad mindset. And today I want to talk about how we change our mindset when we're comparing ourselves to others. I mean, I've learned, like I said, about myself. I do compare myself to others. Everybody compares themselves to others. I mean, we live in a world now of social media, which... Like one of my friends will always say, it's the death of teenagers and young adults and even adults. I mean, it's true. I'm glad we didn't have this growing up when I was younger. But I feel like I need to try to protect my son's mind and my older kids, you know, how they look at themselves. You know, people didn't talk about mental health back then. But honestly, I think it's such a huge deal now because we are slapped in the face daily comparing ourselves to others. I mean, it's a constant thing that we're looking at, we worry about our body image. We're worrying about our finances. We worry about our relationships. I mean, we even worry about parenting. And I think I'm a great parent, but I mean, you look at others and you're like, oh, maybe I should be, you know, putting on filters on his Snapchat or not letting him on this or doing that. And, you know, I'm pretty lenient. But I mean, I do compare myself to others when it comes to parenting. And I mean, you can't help it in relationships. You look online, you see these people that are la la in love and they're traveling and doing this and doing that. But, you know, we have to remind ourselves that if you're putting something on social media, it's not necessarily your daily life. I mean, nobody puts the shit out there, the horrible stuff. I mean, maybe that's what I should do on my social media. Like this is my life. It sucks right now at the moment just to make other people feel better. But I give you the ins and outs on the podcast, and then I try to make you feel better about your own life. (laughs) Anyway, getting back onto the subject, as you all know, I've been in sales for years, and I've been in medical sales for years. I mean, almost 20 years now, and we're constantly, in the world that I'm in, comparing is not only common, but it's openly encouraged. I mean, they put rankings up at the end of every quarter. They put the people up who are at the top percentage. They put people up that are winning the contest for the month, winning the spiffs for the month, winning the trip. I mean, so you are constantly compared to others. I mean, that is how they get you to perform your best or be your best in a sales organization. And it really, really affects people. Just me being in this business for so many years, I've heard Along the way, I mean, I know how I've had to deal with it for so many years, but it affects you greatly. I mean, when you're at home and you're in an outside sales job and you're talking to somebody else on the phone and they're working and they've done this, this and this and this during the day and you don't have any meetings or you just actually are at home trying to catch up on-computer stuff, returning emails, you get anxiety. I don't know one single person that's in my industry that can't say, okay, I'm at home today, but I'm just gonna chill and not worry about what's going on. No, if you're in this world that we live in, in this medical sales world or any really sales world, it's competitive. People are go-getters. And you are constantly ridden with anxiety if you're not performing your best, or if you're even taking a day at home in the office, you feel like you need to be out doing something, seeing a customer, getting a sale, moving the process forward. And it's just a constant anxiety, stress, manufacture world. And it's hard, hard, hard to deal with. And that's what I wanna talk about today. I mean, even in my world, you'll look and see movies or whatever now when they talk about pharmaceutical reps or whatever I'm not a pharma rep I'm in the lab world but anyway same difference everyone's beautiful the women are beautiful they are smart they're dressed they are in good shape they are go-getters they're constantly moving things forward i mean it's a non-stop comparison competition that truly affects everybody's mental health and speaking of that, I would just remind me of this story. I will never forget this. When I was in, I was like, I don't know, I was much younger. I was at a different company, like three or four companies ago. But there was a meeting that we had in San Diego. And I remember walking in the door. It's the men and the women, everybody included. I mean, if you're in that room and you're doing medical sales, you are good looking. I mean, that's the bottom line. I remember a guy come over and stopped a couple of us and he said, I just have to ask, what are you guys here for? I have never seen a group of more attractive people in my life you know, we're like, well, thank you, of course. But yeah, this is medical sales. He said, I should have guessed. It's sad, but it's true. But I mean, you have to dress the part. You have to play the part. It's exhausting. I'm Everybody can relate that's in this business. I mean, you're talking your nails, you're talking extensions, you're talking your eyelashes, skincare, Botox. The amount of money we spend to look good is exhausting. I mean, it's so exhausting. That's why eventually, I want to just be a podcaster. I don't want to do all that stuff. I'm over it. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, I guess I want to go into like, how do we handle this? How do we stop? How do we deal with this? I mean, we're all thrown into this and it's like, you can't be in this world without dealing with it. And I don't just mean in my industry, like in medical sales. I mean in any sales career. I mean, if you're a photographer, if you're a realtor, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an online coach, I mean, you're always on social media. That's how people promote their business now. And you're always comparing yourself, your relationship to others. How do we stop? How do we handle this? How do we do this mentally and like try to survive and not let us, you know, get ridden with anxiety. So from my experience, it's been a long process, but I can honestly say I have overcome a lot of this. I don't ever think you would be cured, but the book that we are reading this this month in the book club is Comparisonitis, and she says at the end of this book, you will be cured. And I will say I have taken a lot of stuff out of this book. I didn't want to do the book initially, and there's so many little key takeaways in this book that, I do keep a journal in the book club of each book that we've done and like key takeaways that I like, or sometimes I'll make an Instagram post on it. But I mean, there's just little things that I think, oh, my God, that's something that's like a golden nugget I need to write down in this book that I can go back to and use it like in parts of my life. So. The mindset work, doing mindset work will forever benefit you the rest of your life. Once you really start and continue to put small things into practice, I promise it will never leave you. It will benefit you in so many ways. It's literally the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, I can't stress that enough. And like I've gone back to say, I didn't intend on doing that or even know I was doing mindset work. I mean, that sounds like I ain't got time for that shit. I've got so much going on. I don't have time for that. but. I mean, let me just give you an example here. Like, you'll see stuff on social media, shirts, anywhere now that says, I'm raising my vibe, good vibes only, you know, anything about your vibe. I mean, what does that even mean? I didn't even know what that really meant. I mean, I know it was like feel-good vibe, but I really didn't even know what that meant. And until I kind of got into this world of personal development and things like that, what does it mean to raise your vibe, actually? So I want to break that down for you because it makes so much more sense now that I understand it and people say, oh, good vibes only. Raise your vibe. You're like, okay. So what it actually means is everything you see in front of you, the chair, your phone, the desk, anything that you see, everything is energy. The things around you are energy. Money is energy. Everything is energy. Energy. And once you kind of realize that money is energy, I promise you, if you get on that road, it comes to you easily, more easily. And actually, next month in the book club, I want to do a money book. But anyway, moving on. So everything is energy and energy vibrates. I looked up something to kind of break it down even more for you. And so... Einstein is the one like he actually knew this fact. That's part of what he's famous for is that equation. It's E equals MC squared. That's what it's about is energy. And anybody that like manifests or is in that kind of woo woo world, they understand that like to the law of attraction, to bring things to you, you have to be on a high frequency, a high vibe, so to speak. And Really, all it is, breaking it down, is you feel better, like you're in a good mood. And when you hear somebody like, good vibe, raising my vibe, it just means that you're feeling better. You're in a better mood. You just feel better. And the answer is simple, because energy vibrates. I mean, imagine the tiny atoms that make up a chair. I'm taking this off the internet. Imagine the tiny atoms that make up a chair or bed you're sitting on, the ground you're standing on, each of those atoms is 99.9% empty space, with subatomic particles making up 0.1%. Those particles are spinning around at a certain frequency, or in other words, they're vibrating. So that's what it means. Like everything is made up of energy and everything kind of has a vibe. And so if you're raising your vibe or raising your energy where you actually feel good, then It's a higher energy vibe. Emotions are literally vibrating, running through you. When you're feeling light, happy, joyful, it means you're vibrating at a high frequency. When you're feeling depressed, like you're down, you're upset, confused, you're vibrating at a low frequency. And the cool thing is, is that you can intentionally start to fill your days with experiences, activities, and stuff where you're higher vibe, and you just feel better and it affects your mindset. So that's kind of what it's about, just to break it down like your high vibe. What are you doing with a high vibe? That's what it means. And so if you start, and that is also goes back to like mindset work. If you're feeling depressed or whatever, do things to get you in a better mood and bring up your vibe. There's a lot of things you can do, and I'm not even gonna go with that into that today, but it's just raising your vibe. So now you guys know if you didn't know. That's what good vibes only mean. So I wanted to bring that up just because, you know, I've talked about it before, I think in the very first episode or a few of them back, I would sit in the car and I was literally bawling my eyes out because my personal life was in shambles and I had to change my mindset right then and there to get through that sales meeting that I kicked ass on. But it all comes back to mindset. And in sales, it's hard. I mean, you can go hit three customers in a row and they're like, "Nope, not interested. Sorry, don't want to talk to you. And, you know, a lot of times they're just rude. I mean, in the world I'm in, we have rude front desk people. Some are delightful, but some are just right down rude. And they treat sales reps like you're the scum of the earth. And it takes a very, very thick skin to continue to go and do that next call and to change your mindset. And so I encourage you all to try to do that the next time. Like I've said before, I would write down a gratitude list or be grateful for my son or put on a stupid puppy video. Anything you can do that's going to Get you out of that rut to change your mindset, to get you through the day. I promise you, the more that you practice this, the better you are going to feel. And then it kind of starts becoming a habit. It really, really does. The other thing, and I took this straight out of the book we're doing this month because I think this is amazing and I wanted to share it with everybody. I think I actually did this episode for free if you wanted to check out the book club, but this book is called Comparisonitis and it's by. uh, Melissa Ambrosini. And she kind of breaks down these two things to change your mindset. So she compares, she calls it a pie perspective compared to candle consciousness. And I love how she's put this into perspective literally. Pie perspective is life. Life is a pie. Like you're in a sales job and someone's doing great. They got a new account, they get a promotion, and you feel like they're gobbling up your piece of the pie. Meaning, you know, if they're getting something, then you're losing something. If one person wins, then you're losing. So that's like a mindset. They're taking part of the pie so you can't have a piece of that pie. That is considered a scarcity mindset, like there's not enough to go around. So when I started doing this podcast, I was in this book club, and I really started feeling like kind of bad. Is anybody listening to my podcast? Am I taking her people? But the book club I was in, it's personal development now. But at the beginning, it was more about manifesting and just little woo-woo books that I just wanted to do at the time to get my brain out of whatever. I just wanted something to do other than my life, basically. But I felt like, is there going to be enough people around to go to my book club? And that is a scarcity mindset. There's billions of people in this world, billions. And so relating that back to sales, there's enough to go around. Don't be Upset or feel like they're taking something from you. That is not the right mindset because it makes you feel bad. It makes you compare yourself to others and you start feeling bad about yourself. That's not the mindset you want to have. So that leads me into candle consciousness, which I absolutely love the way she explains this. Candle consciousness would be like if you're in a dark room and you have a candle, like you're lighting a candle, someone comes into the room and uses your candle to light their own. The room lights up the same, but the candles are both shining. So if you were to actually blow out the other person's candle, it would not make the room shine any brighter. And so it doesn't cross your mind to blow out their candle. Candle consciousness, the way she explains this, is abundance, enough to go around. So It's really comparing the two mindsets. When you start thinking, oh my gosh, they got that promotion, don't think that way. Think there's enough to go around. There's another promotion out there for you, or you can get that promotion. Or, oh my God, they won the sales trip this year. You're not going to get it. Don't think that way. And it just puts you in a better mood all the way around. You're going to just be happier. And that's what we're all here for, is to just be happy. And this is something I will continue to work on myself, but it's so true. There's enough to go around, so don't be jealous. Stop comparing yourself to others. You know, next time something happens and you just stop for a moment and remember this, congratulate your friend on a job well done and mean it because you are going to feel better about yourself. They are going to feel better. And it's just a good feeling. And that's what it all comes back to is just worrying about yourself and not worrying about others. So stop worrying about what your life looks like to other people. And with what I'm going through right now, that resonates so great for me. I mean, I've got so much going on. I'm always worried about what other people are thinking about me and the situation that I'm in. And I have to put that out of my mind and just keeping one step forward every single day because it doesn't matter. I mean, it truly doesn't matter what they think about me or what other people think about you. It's so rewarding to focus on how your life feels to you, nobody else. You don't have to worry about what they think about you or how you're doing in your job or, you know, what your sales numbers are. I mean, you have to worry about you. And again, it's like stop keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, this is, advice I wish I would have known my younger self, and I would have learned at such a younger age. And to be truthful, I've learned other people really are not paying anywhere near as much attention as you think. I mean, we're all ridden with anxiety and what's on social media and all that other, it's just bullshit. People really do not, honestly, care as much about your life as you think that they do. And I have to tell myself that on the daily right now, but I mean, it's so true. They're worried about their own damn life. They're not worried about yours. So you get that in your own head and you're going to feel so much better about yourself. So my point to this podcast is that we all deal with this stuff constantly. Next time you feel yourself getting down, comparing yourself to others, try and change the way you're thinking about the situation. Stop looking at other people to see what's important in your own life. Focus in your own life and stay in your own lane. Stop looking to other people to decide what's important and what you're going to do. Quit wasting your own time and energy worrying about what other people are thinking your life looks like on the outside. You've got to focus from within. You've got to worry about your own life. So that's just a few things I've learned from this book. I'm going to leave you guys with that. Don't worry about what other people think. It's easier said than done. When you get yourself in a funk, really try to change your vibe, change your vibration, write down a gratitude list look up a awesome puppy video. I know I get on TikTok and laugh so hard I can't even breathe at some of the videos my girlfriends send me. That is literally my go-to if I'm in a funk. You cannot look at some of these videos that get passed around from my friends without laughing hysterically. That is my absolute go-to. I go to TikTok. I write down my gratitude lists. I think about all the things I'm grateful for, and we all have a tend to be grateful for. But This book comparison itis is awesome. We are doing it in the book club in February. I just want to let you all know, I mean, if you want to join the book club, you can cancel at any time. You are going to change your life. It's literally $9.99 a month. You can cancel at any time, but you're not going to. But anytime you join, say you join after listening to this podcast, you get all the back books. So last month we did The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up, and we did Organizing, We went room by room. There were so many things that you learn in that book, like organizing your life, organizing your social media, organizing your closets. It was so good. And now this month we're doing comparisonitis, and it's just a game changer if you are any kind of salesperson, if you're an entrepreneur. Especially if you have girls, everybody needs to do this book. Every day I'm telling Jack something I'm taking out of this book. It really, really is a game changer for your mental health if you are in the world of sales that I'm in. So if you like this episode, please do me a favor and share it with somebody you know. If everybody were to share it with somebody you know, I would be so incredibly grateful. And If you are on Instagram, go and follow me. It's Turner on Potential. I am going to put all of this on the show notes where you can join the book club. You can cancel at any time. You can follow me on Instagram. We do have a private Facebook group, and you guys are all welcome to join that. It's just a place you can go for like-minded people. If you've got questions, if you have anything, it's like people that want to work on themselves. And, you know, you can be anonymous and ask a question. So it's a nice tool to have. Also, remember to give me a review and like and share, and I would love you all greatly. If you have any questions or want any more information, please feel free to DM me, and I will leave everything in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you all for reaching out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love doing this. I'd love for you guys to share it. And like I always say, keep moving forward.